Hi, this is Tony, Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Anton Kiet, the Head of Risk Services at OneLife. Anton, thank you very much for having this discussion with me. Thanks for inviting me, Tony. It's always great to have these discussions with you guys. Absolutely. I um, enjoy getting a chance to, to discuss with product experts and that sort of thing every now and then, just to dig in a little bit deeper. Um, in this particular case, um, you guys at One Life did a little bit of research into critical illness, um, dread disease, that sort of thing, and the take up of cover, and that which was quite interesting, some interesting findings in the fact that, as per usual, there's a bit of a lack um, in uh, take up. So I think maybe just as a bit of background, if you can give us, in terms of critical illness in its various forms, um, which are the most frequent illnesses that men suffer from that we should be looking at for cover? Thanks, Danny. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And that's always the first question that comes up um, when you're in a conversation around the bra and the, and the guys here that you're in life insurance and they always sort of want to tell you, oh, what's the, what's the first thing we have to look out for? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty obvious in, in, in our country, in the Western world, in particular, and in particular in South Africa, obviously your 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 heart, um, your cardiac issues are the most frequent, uh, especially amongst men. Um, and I'm, we're talking about men, you know, because it's men, men's health month and, and all of that. So the number one is cardio with men, absolutely. And it, that includes quite a, quite a lot of things that can go wrong. You know, mm -hmm. most people just think, or most guys just think about a heart attack as a heart attack. But there's a myocardial infarction, which is really a heart attack, and there's all sorts of sorts of other things that can go wrong. You can get a stent. A lot of people have heard about that, or had family members who had that, or you could actually get a, a bypass, a double bypass, triple, even a quadruple mm -hmm. by heart bypass, which is quite a serious operation. So there's uh, there's a couple of things, but mostly cardio. Then in the second place. Um, by, by not such a big margin, unfortunately, is, is the cancers. And then number one, obviously, your prostate cancer under men, which incidentally is something that you can uh, that you can pick up really quickly these days via blood test mm -hmm. um, and, and sort of prevent it, uh, prevent it from becoming becoming actually worse. Yeah. Your colon cancer, your colon cancers as well. Okay. And then just in light of this, what is the take up? Ben, do people see the value in um, covering for those illnesses? I think the short answer is is no. And I think it's education. Uh, lack of education is necessarily around these particular products. So I think a lot of us are aware of life insurance. You pass away, your beneficiaries get some money. I think most of us that's working is, 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 uh, is really... Um, uh, understands disability cover and it can't work anymore. Somebody needs to, to pay for, for that. But dread disease is something that's not really that well known. You know, people are, what, what's dread disease cover? What's critical illness cover? And in, a short, in a nutshell, that's money that pays out if you get a critical illness, you don't die, but you, you, you are diagnosed with a severe critical illness. Look, you may still die from it. Yeah. Yeah. But but not necessarily. So these things are treatable. So let's say, for example, you get diagnosed with a critical illness, like uh, like the, the um, example I mentioned, uh, getting a, a quadruple bypass. 
most people survive that. Most guys survive that. It's a, it's a well-known operation these days. Doctors are really good. Um, and, and But it pays out a significant amount of money. And the reason for that being is that uh, there's so many medical expenses in addition to your medical aid. Even if you have a proper uh, a full a medical aid that covers you in full, there's, some, there's so many additional medical expenses. There's so many additional other expenses, uh, travel expenses, and those type of things that it's really so helpful to not be worried about those those expenses you know to, to just know look I'm, I'm, I'm covered it's going to pay out a lump sum and you can do it with what you want you can buy your Harley Davidson if you, if you if you want if you're really up to it yes yes yeah I mean the the big thing is that these illnesses when they do occur is incredibly disruptive of your normal way of life and Absolutely. a lot of that has got to do with your income and your expenses yeah, absolutely, Tony. It's really disruptive. So you spend a significant amount of time in hospital. A lot of these illnesses, especially the cancers, um, needs uh, need significant aftercare programs, even if there was a medical procedure involved, like removing some or most or some of the tumor or the entire tumor chemotherapy. It can last for for up to two, three, four years even at a severe stage. So it's 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 a major disruptor. And as you correctly say, it's about expenses and, and your expenses and your income. So your income might, might dwindle, you might not be able to work. Let's say you're self-employed. Um, mm. That could be a real issue. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then in, in terms of this, I mean, we've always had the issue that at younger age, people are not so keen on paying for life insurance later ages changes a bit. Um, what have you found in terms of your um, research on the take up for these and then also the um, how many younger people, for instance, um, have these problems with uh, chronic illness? Look, Danny, I mean, in South Africa and, and sort of the rest of the of the Western world, um, those illnesses that I mentioned uh, in terms of cardio, uh, in general, we see those only after sort of age 50 and upwards. But that's not to say that um, that there are no exceptions. I mean, there are significant exceptions to this rule. Um, you, you often see younger people also, also having issues with cholesterol, also having issues with uh, heart attacks. Smoking is a major factor. Um, high blood pressure, stressful jobs, the economy that we're currently in, all of this adds up, you know, so a guy might be much younger than we normally think we would, we would have this issue. But then all of these other uh, other stress, stress factors like the economy, um, the, the, the smoking and stress, all of that, and, and, and regulatory factors, all of that plays a role. So, yes, we do see uh, these type of illnesses in younger people as well. And unfortunately, we see cancer taking going younger and younger. So we see cancers um, that we haven't seen for 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 many years in younger people currently. And I think that's got a lot to do with uh, the 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 way that the world is currently, the stress of the world currently. Um, I firmly believe that that's got a major impact. And then, uh, you know, we can talk about pollution and those type of things as well. 
But the fact of the matter is we're seeing it uh, hitting younger people in the cancer world. And unfortunately, I mean, we were all young. We think we were invincible at that, at that uh, at those ages, 20 and 30, even 40. And we don't necessarily think about these things, especially pre disease cover. Um, mm. The fact of the matter is, though, the, the earlier you take out cover, the cheaper that cover is. Yeah, yeah. No, because your risk is significantly better. And mm. it might become difficult later on in your life to, you know, to get it. Um, the older you get, there might be more exceptions um, to your exclusions. Sorry, exclusions to your policy, and they might. It's but also it's definitely going to be more expensive. So the earlier we get these things, the better we're taking care of ourselves. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, Anton, just a last question. Then, as an industry, we we responsible sort of almost because that's the role that we play for getting people to see the value of this, to take up and to to be protected against those unforeseen expenses um, with a, a critical illness. Um, how do you see, what, what are we getting wrong? How do you see us improving that take up? I'm, I think, you know, a big part of, um, a big, uh, what would I say, a trend currently is, financial literacy and a lot of the insurers and a lot of the banks, um, the FCA itself, um, are focusing quite quite a lot on financial literacy. Um, and there's a good, good reason for that. I mean, the, and, and I think one of the main reasons for that is to, to get people informed around life insurance, around rare disease, around critical illness. Unfortunately, legacy issues um, there's there's uh, there's been issues around education around these things, spe uh, specifically in certain parts of our community. So, I mean, at one life we also a, a big part of what we do is about generational wealth. So we we really try to do our best to educate uh, in terms of financial literacy, but also in terms of product of product um, cover and of of these products. And sometimes can be really um, daunting, but we try to make it as simple as, as as we can for the customer to understand. And we're really trying to do a lot of education around that. And so does a lot of the industry at this point in time. So yeah, I think legacy issues, um, 20 years ago, she said to an insurance company, what are you doing about education? They would have said, what, what do you mean education? But I mean, that has changed. And a lot of, a lot of work is being done around that to rectify that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then also, I mean, obviously, quite a bit of this responsibility lies with the financial advisors to absolutely um, to ensure their clients are informed. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's always uh, there's always space for the financial for the financial advisor um, in 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 this uh, in the industry. I mean, without them, sometimes you often find yourself uh, at a lack. Uh, you know, or, or sort of on the back foot in terms of knowledge. So yes, speak to your financial advisor, make sure that you understand these products mm. and that you understand the benefit of these products. And it might seem expensive now and you're asking yourself, how can I afford these things? But you should rather ask yourself, how can I afford not to have this, this type yeah. of cover? Yeah, no, absolutely. Anton, thank you very much for those insights. Um, I look forward to chatting to you again and um, as we spoke earlier on, uh, maybe next time we'll we'll um, unpack a little bit the history of these products and what we're carrying with us today.
Absolutely. Thanks so much, Tony. Brilliant. Thank you very much.